Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 48. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So in today's episode, we're going to discuss about uh, good and bad qualities of trainers and our opinion on this topic, um, I guess, because we see this often as well uh, from personal experience, so we give our thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And also, this is the first episode that's going on YouTube, so for those of you who don't like um, just listening to us, but you want to see a visual uh, picture of us as well, us talking, our reactions to... Uh, the topic we've discussed about uh, here's the first video so welcome to the first video that's gonna go live on our youtube channel so any future episode is gonna be put on youtube as well so for those who like to watch the videos uh, it's gonna be up there and we'll provide the link in our instagram page and also on our on our personal page as well all right, all right so let's uh, get started with the topic today um so we'll start with we can guess we can start with just good trainers and you know in general we just yeah. start with the good ones um and then we just we're pretty much going to talk about how or what makes a good one. What are okay. the qualities of a good one, you know? Okay. Um, in your opinion, Terry, like, what is the what's the number one quality you think that one should have? Barring, forget about, like, personality because, you know, like, mm. you can have a trainer who have who has a certain kind of personality but will f- find somebody that likes them. So personality is something I don't think that necessarily everybody needs to have. You just have to have your own personality and someone will just match up with you. Okay. So forget personality. Just think about everything else. You know? Everything else. Yeah. Everything else that and comes with being. What's, and your question was, what is the first thing that comes to my mind? What do you think is the first thing that comes to mind as like a top important quality of it, of being a trainer? Oh, getting results. Okay. Like results for a client. I think that's number one. Okay. If you get results for a client, um, you know, you might have some odd ways of doing some things, but if you get your client results and and they can stay healthy mm-hmm. and not injure themselves uh, while they're doing that, I think that's that's number one key to, to being in this field. Because sure. who who will want a trainer that can't get them results? Because yeah, right? yeah. people are hiring trainers because they can't get results themselves, so they're hiring a professional to to help them get that result. So okay, if you can't provide that, I think that's the number one quality I think a trainer should have. Yeah. Do you think? And that, what do you think? What, what's your number one number quality? I think the more quality you have is just caring. Caring, okay. I think caring is number one. Okay. And then the results will happen if you care. If you care about what they're going through, or you care about their okay. results, and everything else will come. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I do agree with that as well. I think caring yeah. is important as well. Uh, yeah. Sometimes people think about giving people results, but at the same time, um, just from experience I've seen as being a member at uh other gyms uh when i was working out at other gyms yeah um i've just seen trainers like you got them results but at the same time you weren't caring about anything else yeah, yeah. you know like let's yeah. say they're going through some issue that in their personal life mm-hmm. you didn't care about that all yeah. you care about was like you know results 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 so yeah, yeah. um yeah i mean i do you think I, that- I still think it's important yeah that a trainer should be getting the client's results but yeah like you said caring i think that's yeah that's a, another top one that do you you think that it matters in time like do you think that you think that you're a good trainer obviously you're a good trainer if you get someone results in a fast and you know in a uh, good amount of time as far as like the time duration uh, like within four months you know or as opposed to doing it taking you longer so like you know you see trainers who can provide results really fast and obviously like (laughs) I I can argue this with anyone (laughs) I could provide clients results <laughs> in an instant if I tell them to not do like things and be very extreme. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So for those of you who are listening and watching this video, 
Like you could be very freaking extreme in terms of approach. Yeah. And even if you, I'm sure a lot of people try this themselves. Like people who are just like very extreme, like all right, like uh, for example, I'm gonna cut out carbs or yeah. I'm gonna stop doing this one thing, and yeah. then they see results instantly. Like of course, you you're, you're <laughs> being very extreme and not yeah. not sustainable. True. Yeah. Like and I could tell my client to do that as well if I want to see results right away to yeah. say like oh hey, look you lost five pounds like okay not five pounds of fat you lost five pounds of water <laughs> you know it's like it makes you look good when you do that you know yeah i mean i think there's a time and place where you should be doing that as a professional yeah but at the same time um so my take on training is always overall sustainability sure, like yeah, if yeah. they could do this in the long run if they could do this on their own yeah that's my number one priority and goal for my clients yeah like eventually i want them to be there without me and yeah. have be motivated without me be able to go to the gym and do a simple routine without me mm-hmm. a lot of times i think um bad quality trainers mm-hmm. i guess in my opinion is people who try to keep their clients and say like oh you you need me mm-hmm. like without me you're nothing like you yeah. can't get the results you can't do this on your own mm-hmm. like i'm gonna keep showing you more and more and more and more yeah. like i'm sure you could do that but like yeah i don't i, think, I just don't see it like that i just yeah. don't see it like that. i i like where you're going with that because because if you think about it that way and you say to someone that my goal is for you to do this on your own eventually. Yeah. Some people will think, okay, you just, you will lose a client eventually, but at the same time, what keeps you good, better, good as a trainer and fresh as a trainer is getting new business. Yeah. You know? I think that's, that's number one. You know, so if you're, if you're telling this person, like, you know, eventually you're going to be on your own, you know, and you do this for them on your own, for them on their own. If you're a good trainer, you're confident as a trainer, you can always get new business. You know, it's not, it's not really right. hard. So, if you tell that to them, that's a, you know, that's the goal. The goal is for you to be able to be on your own eventually, you know, and that's, that's always like a really good, like uh, gauge as far as like um, how, how you gauge, gauge progress, you know? Yeah. You know? And I definitely think like, if you want to grow in terms of being a trainer, you got to work with different people. Sure. Like I think both of us, we came into this field trying to help as many people as we can, yeah, yeah, yeah. not to help five people, five people for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, that, goal, the goal yeah. is to help as many people as you can. Because some trainers could work with five people for the rest of their lives, and they could like make a sustainable living, and then just say like, "Hey, I'm I'm comfortable. Yeah, like, um, you know, you just do the same thing every single time you come yeah. in here, and we're we're good. Yeah, because you could because because all those five people can reach the cap the cap of what their what their goals are, or what their what they want to achieve. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. There's, there's only a certain amount of things you can do. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like okay, we did a tough mudder. Okay, let's now let's try and get to the NFL. All right, like, right. You only get to the NFL. You crazy? I'm 50 years old. I, yeah, let's try to get you to the NFL. <laughs> you know, so it's good to, it's good to like, yeah, like you said, like, reach out to new people. You know, you want to be yeah, able yeah. to touch all different kinds of people out there, so that way, you know, uh-huh. you're you're helping the world out. You know, yeah. you're not just helping out five people. Every yeah, time. and then if those people you help out and they move on, doing stuff on their own, yeah. they can help promote you yeah exactly. that's yeah. how you get a new business exactly. and that's just how i see training yeah it's like i just don't see myself training someone for 10 years yeah, to be honest no. like the, I mean, for the clients who's listening to our podcast right now like people who train with me like I, so i'm sorry i just don't see training you for 10 years <laughs> i mean like if you have the money so be it it's yeah. your spendings like if you like me and I, you like that motivation you like that uh constant consistency with me being there then sure of course like mm-hmm. you could train me for as long as you want like i don't i don't put a limit to how how much time my clients share with me, but I try to tell them like, eventually, what if something happens to me? You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna be here all the time. I'm not gonna 
feeder to tell you like uh, you have to eat good you have to do this you have to do that like yeah. you have you have to train your clients i think as a good trainer a good quality trainer to train them so they could make proper decisions on their own sure yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah i like i like that analogy i like i like i like putting it that way you know you're you don't want them to depend on you forever you know i yeah like i my uncle has people he's been training for 20 years yeah yeah you know and it's like that's a long time yeah yeah, you know, yeah. to be training the same 20 people, years yeah 20 years same people you know yeah. like and it's good because he has you have business that they you know well, you've kept course, for yeah. so long mm-hmm. and you but, you know they're not going anywhere but at the same time it's like you don't really learn anything yeah, yeah. you end up don't learning don't learn anything about other people you know you've, right. only, you've only helped these 10 people for the past yeah, 20 yeah. years of your life mm-hmm. you need to mm-hmm. you need to venture out and and touch some other people. You right, know, yeah, like, there's right. so many people out there that needs help in terms of, you know, they're they have a lot of health issues. They uh they 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 become obese. Yeah. You know, they're they're not moving properly. Yeah. Um there's there's a lot more people out there than just ten. It's true. That's very true. So we said we said getting results, we said caring. What do you, mm-hmm. what do you think is next? Results, caring, um I guess next thing is Training, uh, no, training styles. I, w- I want to say it's, it's a good quality. Like, yeah. uh, training styles is uh, subjective. Yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, main thing is to to make sure they're injury free. Okay. A good quality trainers that is to make sure your clients injury free. Sure. Um, of course, there's potential injury with anything that we do, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're trying to take your client to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always some possibility that your client could get injured because of that. Okay. Um, so. Uh, that could be a possibility of just from injury mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time i think a trainer should be able to just take their client to the next level the safest way possible yeah yeah practice just practice general general basic safety mm-hmm. you know you don't want to have someone or people over time getting always getting hurt you know yeah yeah you know i i don't think i've had many we had maybe one or two people i've had like get like a injury exercising with me Right. Um, but other than that, never nothing, nothing, nothing too serious. Nothing too serious. Right. Yeah, not too serious. Where they're in a wheelchair yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or somebody gets sued or whatever, you know. Okay. Never, never was that serious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely, definitely being able to practice safety is one thing too, because people the, the gym is not the most, the gym is not the safest place in the world. You no. know, you, anything can happen. No. You know, so practicing safety is good. Um. I think one thing also too is just having that understanding of um, of the people you work with so like having understanding when they once they understanding that when they walk through to you to the door that what kind of mood they're in what kind of understanding the vibe that they give you right if they're able to go through the workout you're gonna have, okay. you have planned for today yeah yeah because they walk in and it's like oh i'm so tired it's like, okay yeah. we're not gonna do uh 10 you know five sets of 10 on deadlifts today we're not gonna do that all right yeah you know, so we gotta be able to uh adjust have to be able adjust to adjust the workouts yeah because uh, that's why they hire you you yeah. know yeah. Uh, the reason why they're not seeing results is because they're they're probably killing themselves in the gym, so mm-hmm. they're not doing enough. So it's yeah. one or the other. Yeah. It's usually like too extreme to one side, too extreme to the other yeah, side. Exactly. And we're trying to be there to help find the right balance. But... Sure. Yeah. They usually they come in because, like, you know that if they come in and they feel that way, if they weren't with you, they just go really hard in the gym and right. like, beat themselves to the ground. You know? right. And then it's like we know that okay, we have to modify things and we have to. Uh, problem solve on the fly mm-hmm. you know so if they come in and they're they've been at, really stressed out at work and then they come in and they're like oh you know i'm so tired or i'm so stressed yeah, out yeah. and then, they, then you have this crazy intense workout plan you know you're looking at it like oh, this is not gonna happen today you know yeah 
but being able to adjust on the fly, I think is important as, as a good quality trainer as well. Yeah. You know, uh, what do you think of some, some bad qualities? Let's, let's talk <laughs> some bad qualities. In the training. Bad qualities. Yeah. Um, I think bad qualities comes from just always trying to reinvent the wheel. Mm. You know, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Cause I see that happen so often. Like, I mean, yeah, you want to be cool. You want to like, yeah. um, you want to show your skills to yeah. to people around you and like uh, potential clients around you, but I'm like, come on, like, come on now. Sometimes, like, like then we go into Instagram. Like, don't yeah, then yeah. we go into like Instagram workouts. Yeah. Like, come on. I know what you mean. There's there comes a time when it becomes a circus. Yeah, it's like yeah. There 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 are there are ways to make exercises complicated by changing the intensity, the tempo, the rep scheme, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. you know, but. Once you have to add like gadgets, outside gadgets to make things a little harder, it becomes like kind of like, eh, what's going on here? You know, like what? what's what's what are we doing? What things? <laughs> the stuff I see is like when someone's like only using five pounds to do the exercise, mm-hmm. and then they they add these external gadgets or external uh, changes to the exercise, but they're still using five pounds. You know, like instead they could just go up to ten pounds True, yeah, on the yeah. exercise, but so then mean, they're doing so much more to make the exercise more difficult at five pounds. Yeah. But you haven't even touched the next weight, ten pounds or fifteen pounds, exactly. or you haven't cleared the whole rack yet for yeah. like a like a regular goblet squat. You could, yeah, for someone people who are listening who are watching, like you could just progress yourself doing a regular squat with a dumbbell in your hand yeah, yeah. up until the highest weight in your gym. Yeah, no matter yeah. who you are, exactly. Yeah, that's a simple progression. You don't have to go crazy. I've, I I always ask the question like, why is it when you do this um, extracurricular exercise, like, is it gonna change this person that much that much than the next person? You yes. Know? Like, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna be that much leaner or be that much right, stronger right. than the next person because you're doing this X Y and Z exercise? You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, there are things that I've seen before and they use it they would like use a band to like add stability and it's like the band is being band is pulling and then you're pushing with another arm right. but then it's like the band is just added weight you can just put a weight on it there's no reason for the band yeah know? yeah like there's, there's certain things that you people do and it just to me i might be like the reinventing the world is looking cool it looks cool it looks like it's like oh wow, this, that's pretty effective yeah. and then you can use it as a trainer I mean, uh, yeah, keep going, keep going. As a trainer, as a trainer, we know we can use big words to yeah, people, yeah. and they'll eat it up and say, yeah, yeah. "Oh, really? That that does make sense." Whatever, like using the word stability and the word, word yeah. thoracic and yeah, fascial yeah. sling or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. all these crazy words, yeah. and people would just be like, oh, "Okay, you know, you sound like you know what you're talking about," and then right. people just do it and they look stupid. You know? Yeah, but I think, it, but at the same time, if you're training for a person for like ten years, for example, mm-hmm. you have to be doing that in order to keep. I don't think so. I don't think, I, don't, so. I don't think you do, but like. If the person always gets bored at the exercise, I guess I'm I'm trying to understand where where a trainer would be coming from. If if I like if I were a trainer that were doing that all the I've time. never I've never seen if you've been training somebody for example, my uncle we work okay. yeah, yeah, my, right. my uncle. Go ahead. My uncle, right? He doesn't do anything out crazy out of his world. Mm. As well. He does the same right. concept all the time, change right, intensity, right. change okay. the rep scheme, change up things like that. Right. There's no reason to like really yeah, yeah. like Go extra yeah i guess it makes sense i mean we don't not, we don't we don't okay. i never besides him i don't know or seen anybody who's been training with one person for 10 years and you got bored you know most people we've seen trained before right, right. in the past been training with somebody for okay. like six months to right, a year right. you if know? they if they get bored they'll i guess they'll they'll stop training with you immediately yeah yeah if they yeah, get yeah. bored or whatever and then and you or you get bored and you start to add new stuff in there 
I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody personally or in the past besides my uncle that's been training somebody right. for that long. You know, right. it's more, more, mostly a year, two years, maybe six. You know, maybe maybe six months is the least. Mm-hmm. And then you start throwing these crazy exercises. And it's yeah, like, yeah. What do you? Yeah, I really don't think it's necessary. But I guess I'm just trying to understand the other side of the story. Like if, if someone was trying to explain to me well, think, why they're doing this. Well, think most people got in the fitness injury got fitness industry got to where they are because they did something no one ever saw before mm, most people think about the people who are think about the fitness industry and think about what they have think about the people who are most well known right okay in the fitness industry okay. from arnold to like now okay they know them they are known because they've done something that other people have never done before you know so there's exercises that are done in the gym yeah. on YouTube or on Instagram right. that someone has never saw before and it made that person that much more known, you know? And it's like, oh, that's right, pretty right. cool. I'm going to try that now. And it's like, for example, like once people started doing, even I did it, once people started doing a trap bar deadlift into a, a box jump, it's like, that's cool, but you would never do that with a with a client, you know what I mean? Like, No. I mean, yeah, because to be honest, your client, a lot of clients that uh, we work with, they're here to lose weight or build muscle. Exactly. Two simple things. Two simple to look things. better. Two They're really things. to look better. Two really simple to look things. Better. They're not here to, you know, be an athlete, be yeah, able yeah, to, yeah. you know, jump 360 onto a box. Like, they just want to lose weight and get rid of their, you know, although high I did, blood pressure. Yeah. Although I mean, I like, yeah, those could be implemented, I think. Yeah. Like, throughout the throughout the course of a time period. Like, if you're training them for long periods of time, I think you could, like, implement stuff like oh maybe we should use this as a new goal be able sure. to jump this height or, yeah, yeah. But yeah i think those could be implemented but initially yeah you know they're, they're here for one thing look better yeah I, for I a did. lot for a majority of people that i know that we work with yeah although i did see like um uh this quote it was saying how like uh we train our athletes you know this certain way why don't we train our regular clients the same way hmm. and it's like that makes sense but to an extent it's like right, to right. an extent you need right. to do this like the athletes how they change direction how they know how right. to decelerate and accelerate right, right, accelerate you know like right, right. to an extent right to an extent but you don't really need to go that crazy yeah I think a good example is uh like a very good box jump mm-hmm. yeah fine we just want to lose weight get some power you know be able to jump onto something mm-hmm. regular box jump is fine yeah you don't have to get them to do <laughs> box jump and then switch turn your positioning and land on one single leg like. I, I guess you're you're trying to be functional and st- stable and yeah. do all this, but I, like that's the point for me personally as a trainer, as a professional, you're taking it too far for that specific client. Yeah, like yeah. unless they're an athlete and they're trying to uh, really trying to progress their stability in that single leg, then yeah, of course. Yeah, most yeah. If we if you see somebody do, unless they're a very, unless they're a really advanced client. Yeah, yeah. Where they like little wrinkles, or whatever, and most stuff they do is easy for yeah, them. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. But other than that. 80% of the clients you have doing something that involves them landing on one leg yeah. is like really unnecessary. And, yeah. You know, it's like they just want to lose weight and put on muscle. It's like, you know, what are we doing this for? What are, what are you doing this for? Explain right. to me how this is going to help them, you know, besides right. risk of injury, you know, right. at what cost, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where for regular clients want to lose weight and put on muscle, doing anything that wasn't rotating in the air or like landing on one leg is yeah. not, not necessary for them, you know. I mean, you can argue it, but at the same time, 
I guarantee you, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be the end the result of them losing more weight. You know, yeah. Like, oh, I lost five pounds. I remember the jump. No, on the I box lost now. five pounds because I did that three sixty jump onto that box. <laughs> that was a difference in my program. That was a difference in my program. Right <laughs> that there. made that, was... that five pound difference. Man, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I understand. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah so I mean, this is all about. We always preach simplicity yeah. in our training. Um, you know, you don't have to. Keep, make things complicated yeah um, same thing with nutrition keep it simple keep mm-hmm. everything simple and then because you have so much to deal with already like clients have so much to deal with and you're you're making things just a lot harder for them to think about during training during sure. nutrition everything else on top of that like they're here to get one job done and that's to get healthier look better and for for a lot of clients for like you said for 80 percent of our clients like that's their main goal yeah exactly i think the uh the next thing that we would look at as far as um as far as the qualities of like a bad trainer, it's not caring, which is simple as qualities of a good one. The ones that not don't care. Yeah, yeah. So funny, funny. One time, uh, maybe like three years ago, maybe um, four years ago, maybe maybe longer than that. As a trainer, and he was he was done with the session. He said, and as the client was leaving, he said, "All right, eat lots of salad and drink drink lots of water." <laughs> as he was leaving, and it was like it's like. It seemed like such a such a um, like such a generic bro kind of like advice mm-hmm. that someone would think a trainer would say. Right, right, right. But like in reality, we all know like that's not like what is that? What, what is that doing? You know? What, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you say? And not to say that's not caring, but that's clearly like throwing just random word vomit out there. You know? Yeah, it's. I mean, um, I think we're here to educate yeah. our clients, not just say like do A, B, C. Yeah. that's it like just follow this plan abc you, yeah. you do this for the rest of your life like we're here to educate them mm-hmm. uh, like i said before to help them make the best decision possible whenever they're on their own sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah when it comes to when it comes to caring as a trainer as a trainer you like caring is like the best thing like you if you care about them and you actually care about what they say listen to what they say what's what they're going through mm-hmm. in their life it makes it that much easier for you to for them to trust you it makes it easier for them to feel like you care about me and you're not trying to take my money. You know? Right, yeah, that's that's the number one thing, I guess, yeah. for, for me as a trainer is um, I hate to to just take someone's money. Yeah. You know, as a trainer, like, I'm here in this field not to not to take your money. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, yeah, I want to make money, but at the same time, I'm here to trade off a, a perfect service or a, a best service possible as I can mm-hmm. for that money. Like, I'm not just here to say, like, Oh, you give me this, and then we just bullshit this session, and mm-hmm. the session doesn't really matter. Sure, yeah. Like I mean, yeah, some people they want to do that because they have the money, but um, for a lot of clients that I think I work with, like I try to make it clear that I'm here to to make a change. Mm-hmm. And like if we're just here bullshitting around, I'll I'll tell them like, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not making any changes like this. You know, I'd rather you just stop training with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we're not making any changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. People like that. You know, one one time, uh, I heard a guy say, "If you want a dog, he says, if you want a friend, get a dog." So it's like there's no reason to train with someone and give them your money and then act like they're your friend all the time. You know, well, some people they have no nothing yeah. better to do. They have no money. Like my, yeah, I mean, they have money, but they want to spend like, like that. my like our job is to produce results. Like we, our job is to go okay, like about to problem solve and produce results. You know, so yeah, we you know good ones. But really care you know we reach out to clients you know it's not just train you and then okay see you next wednesday you know right. it's it's train you between there it's like okay like 
what how's how is everything you know like are you uh are you coming to the gym again this week to right. class um, right. how's the, how's the eating going how are you gonna how are you gonna mm-hmm. adjust your diet over the weekend you know yeah those those communications that happen between each session are va- valuable you know yeah i think um great point we made in the that first episode where we talked about like how what to look for in a good trainer is just if the trainer provides more value than what the offer is in terms of the pricing sure yeah, like yeah. if the pricing is doesn't matter what the pricing it could be freaking a thousand dollars but there's trainers out there who are worth a thousand dollars and that and i think they're worth a thousand dollars because the amount of knowledge they have the amount of things they gonna offer you in terms of value the amount of support you get mm-hmm. like yeah some training is worth what it's worth because of amount of value mm-hmm. uh but you know i've seen a lot of times like professionals that just you know come in for the hour yeah. You know, then that's all they get that one hour. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're worth that much if we're just giving that one hour. Sure, like, yeah. we're worth a lot because we get more than that hour, and we're here with them pretty much twenty four seven. Anytime they have a question or anytime, whoever works with me, of course, uh, I think we're also working out from you know twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. You know, on text, call, whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you have a question. You know, something comes up send us a message and we'll reply to as soon as possible. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we have to give that, we have to give that service to them, you know, like, whatever, however much money it is, you have to own up to it. You have to right. make them, make them work for their, make them work for everything. I always say to them, the, you have to make me work for my, work for, for the money I make, you know. Right. So, don't just not utilize me, like, the workout itself is, is fine, you know, that's what we're, you know, we're, we're really here for, but yeah. at the same time, even outside the gym, Whatever it is you need, I can I can help you. You know, yeah. And like you said, it's it's a twenty four hour it's a twenty four hour service. We can mm-hmm. always we can know more the more and more you're there for them, the the easier it is for them to just say okay, like this guy's valuable. You know, it's like how people buy sneakers all the time. Right. Like you might not be able to get them the results as fast as as maybe a, some trainer that has some magical way of getting results, but right. you're gonna be there caring. Uh, giving providing as much attention as you can sure, like, yeah. compared to someone else. I think yeah. that one makes a good quality trainer. Yeah. Um, yeah. The results will come, like you said. I think um, that's important. The results will come as long as you're you provide the effort, the value for your clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, I was going to use a sneaker analogy. When people buy sneakers because, not because they, people unconsciously think okay they're comfortable, they look nice, um, and they 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 fit well, whatever it is. Right. You know, like. You constantly will buy sneakers because because you feel like it's worth it. You want to keep buying it. Yeah, you yeah. want to keep purchasing it because whatever it is, you, whatever you see value in it, that's what it is. You know, mm-hmm. you see value in that. So once you see value, once they see value in you as a trainer, um, and they can see bad qualities too. You know, they can mm-hmm. easily see the, the bad ones. It's really, really, really easy to see at times, yeah. um, unless they're really naive. But other than that, like you can see the good qualities in them, and they'll just be there for you. Um, mm-hmm. The more annoying that you are as a trainer, the better. You know. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, that's a good point you brought up. The more annoying that you are, the better. Because yeah. uh, sometimes I have clients that literally say like, "Oh, I can't make this week. Mm-hmm. Can't make next week." And then like, I have to always be on top of them and say like, "Hey, everything okay? Mm-hmm. Can you make it this week?" And always follow up. Can you make it this week? Can you make it this week? Mm-hmm. All right, let's plan for next week then. All right, can't make it next week. All right, come on, let's get you in here. It's yeah, been yeah. three weeks already. Where you been? Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, yeah, I think being annoying is also a good quality to have a trainer because you want them you want to be on top of them mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. why they hire you yeah yeah you want to it's it sounds weird to them because they don't they may not want to train often because they feel like they're spending more money but at the same time like 
we know that the more often you work out, the, the easier it is for your results to come. Mm-hmm. You know, it's has a lot of times it has nothing to do with um, what we're the the money we we make. We really want to help them. Yeah. You know, you and it's and it's easy, like I said, it's easy to see. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, like some clients need three times a week. Yeah. Some clients need two times a week. Some clients only need one time a week. Yeah. Like, I think as a professional, you gotta make the decision and say like, all right, this client is pretty good. They know what they're doing. They only need to see me once a week, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, yeah. and just be genuine. Don't tell a freaking a client that's that only needs to see you once a week that they should come in five times a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really need to. Yeah, like at that point, like then you should ask yourself, like, are you really just help? Are you helping this client, mm-hmm. or are you just taking their, their client's money? Yeah, because because some some people can literally come in on their own and then yeah, you know, like uh, for us, like if we were to get coaches or trainers to train us, mm-hmm. which I have a coach right now to train me, like. That guy doesn't even see me at all. It's yeah. online training, yeah, yeah. but he knows that I'm gonna put in the effort, so he doesn't need to see me yeah. to train me. So same thing with um, clients that we work. If we know they could put in the effort, then someone who start out maybe three times a week could drop down to two times a week, then drop down to one time a week, mm-hmm. and eventually, like we said, eventually do it on their own. Yeah. And then if they need some type of help, maybe like once every two weeks, once a month, check yeah. in, and then I think everyone should be knowledgeable enough where they could just use us as an online trainer and then we send a program they're like oh this exercise i already know how to do it mm-hmm. yep. and exactly. that's it exactly yeah 100 mm-hmm. become 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 independent eventually yeah always a company help you become independent yeah i mean i think other trainers think otherwise but yeah i think yeah. our philosophy is like yeah be able to let go of that client and say yeah. like you're you're on your own but you're gonna keep because you're gonna because you bring in new ones you're gonna keep learning mm-hmm. yep know? all right so uh we're getting this podcast with that being said Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comment, uh, feel free to reach out to us. We're always open here to help you guys. Um, also, also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts on and all the other podcast application apps. And if you like this video, gives us a thumbs up on YouTube because um, we're going to be putting out more videos just like this every single week from week to week. Um, and you guys can comment down below. We can answer your questions on the YouTube comment section. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode.